This is the Kitzer of Sichet Daled of Parshas Nosoi in Chelik Yudches, page 76. The Rebbe begins with the Pasik, it says regarding Birches Kayanim, Koi Suvarchu as Bnei Yisrael Omer Lehem. So on the words Omer Lehem, there are three different Rashis. First Rashi says, Omer Lehem, Kamoi Zacher and Shomer, and Bala's descent. The word Omer is similar to Zacher and Shomer. Then Rashi says, Omer Lehem, Shiyukulam Shaymen, that everybody has to hear the Bracha. Third time, Rashi brings the word Omer from the Pasik, and he says Malay. The word is written full with a Vav. The Kainim should not bench in haste and with confusion. With concentration and with a whole heart. So here we have three different Rashis, which, are, which is an explanation for three different parts in the Pasik. So, but the fact that Rashi brings it in this order indicates that there's something about this order. Because in the end, Rashi explains Omer. And since he's only explaining the word Omer and not Omer Lehem, that should have come first. The fact that Rashi explains that last shows that what he addresses in this Rashi is only after what was explained before. So let's understand the order of these Rashis. Also, regarding the first Rashi, let's go through the, the three Rashis, each one separately. The first Rashi, Omer Lehem, Rashi says it's like Zacher and Shomer. So the Mepharshim explained that usually, the usual Lashon, when there's a mitzvah, there's a command, it would say Emer with a Segel. That means a command, or imru, if you're speaking to many. Here, though, it says omer. The word omer means present tense, or it means lashon mokir, meaning that it's just saying a concept, the concept of speaking. But it's not saying a command. So that's the question. Why does it say here omer? So therefore, Rashi clarifies that it's similar to zacher and shamer, which are also a command, but it's, it's said with, with this lashon of uh, uh, omer, saying in the present tense, because like you find by Zohar, that Rashi there says regarding Shabbos, that you should remember Shabbos constantly. But the question though is, if so, why does Rashi bring both words from the Pasuk, Omer Lehem? He's just coming to explain the word Omer. And also the question is, why does Rashi have to bring two examples for this, Zohar and Shomer? Why isn't one enough? In the next Rashi, Omer Lehem, Rashi says, everybody should hear the bracha. So here as well, the question is, why does Rashi focus on the Yidin listening? Why doesn't Rashi say, like it says in the Gemara, that the point is to the Kainim, that they should not say the bracha like they're speaking to themselves. They should say it loud enough that everyone can hear. Why is Rashi focusing on the people that are listening? If, what's the raya? Is the raya from the word Omer or Lahem? If the raya is from the word Omer, certainly Rashi should focus on the, how do you say this? You should say this loud enough and not like you're talking to yourself. And also, Rashi says, Kulam Shaimim. Everybody should hear. Who, who is this Kulam? Who, who is this referring to? Well, Rashi does not spell out very clearly who the Kulam is, even though it's seemingly it's understood that it refers to all the Eden that are present in the Shul at that time. But why doesn't Rashi say a clear Lashon like Kolakal, the whole congregation that's there? Now, in the third Rashi, Rashi says, Do not bench the Eden in haste. So the question over here is, First of all, Rashi never, or, or not usually, discusses the spelling of words in Torah, whether it's missing a letter or there's an extra letter. Why does Rashi address that here? There must be something else Rashi is coming to address, and that's why he points this out. Besides that, why would anyone think that a Kayin would, have to, would, would want, that is, to bench Yidin in haste or with confusion? Why does the Torah even have to point this out, Bechlau? There are different things that it says in the Midrashim about this, but... In Pshutah Shomikrat, it doesn't seem clear what, what's the reason why we would think that a Kayan would bench Yidin in such a kind of a way. And also the exact words of Rashi, Chipozayn, Beholus, and Kavane, Belev Shalem, everything is precise in the words of Rashi. So the point over here is, starting with the first Rashi, when it says Omer, the word Omer itself in this Pasik, 
there would be no problem with it. Even though it's sort of an unusual word, it doesn't say emoir, it says omoir. But just that word alone would not be interpreted as a command. It would just be saying that Kaisavarhu is the command, this is how you should bench the Eden. And then Omar would mean Omar saying the following Nusach of Yivarechacha. So Omar is just stating how it's going to be said. But because it says Omar Lehem, Omar Lehem is a language that's used for a command. So therefore the question comes up how could it be a command if it uses the term Omar and not Emmar? So it's only the two words together of Omar Lehem that brings up this question. That's why Rashi brings the two words Omar Lehem and addresses this. And Rashi brings the two words of Zohar and Shomer to point out that the reason why the Torah is writing in this kind of a Lashen, where it means a Lashen Hoiver or a Lashen Mokir, that it means constantly saying, is because the mitzvah of Berches Kayanim, it's a command, yes, that's what the main point of this word Omer is, but it's also to say that this is a mitzvah which is constant. How is this mitzvah constant? Because the Kayanim have to bench Eden on a constant basis. And therefore Rashi brings from Zohar and Shomer. By Zohar as well, when it comes to Shabbos, it's on a constant basis that a person should remember about Shabbos. As Rashi brings this before in Parashis Yisrael, that's what Zohar means. And similar over here, Amalam, that a person should have constant times when a person, when the Kainim, that is, bench the Eden. The question, however, is, by the Zohar of Shabbos, it's not exactly the same to the benching of the Kainim. Zohar of Shabbos, that actually could be constantly, all the time, a person has to be conscious about Shabbos, and thinking about Shabbos even during the week, when he goes shopping, buying food. But over here by Birchus Kainim, there are set times for Birchus Kainim, set times in the year, or even if it's daily, but it's not constant. So therefore, Rashi also brings from Shomer. Shomer means keeping Shabbos. Keeping Shabbos is only on the day of Shabbos itself, when you don't work and you keep Shabbos. And so that's only once a week. So it's not literally constantly, it doesn't apply all week. But nevertheless, the Torah uses the term Shomer, which means, which indicates that it's something that's constant. So we can say similar regarding Birchus Kayanim, that the Torah uses the term Omer, even though it's not literally constant, but it's steady and there's set times when the Kayanim bench Yidin constant on a steady basis, so therefore uses the term Omer. On the other hand, the Raya from Shomer itself is not a good Raya. Because Shmira Shabbos, which means not working on Shabbos, you can argue that's also something which is constant. Whether you're keeping Shabbos on Shabbos itself, or you're working any of the other six days of the week, so conceptually, you're not working on Shabbos, and that's a constant thing. So therefore, Rashi brings the main raya from the word Zohar. And the point here is that Birchus Kainim is considered to be a constant mitzvah in the sense that it has set times during the year, or even maybe daily, that Kainim have to bench the Yidin. But now here the question becomes, if when the Torah writes the words Omer Lehem, and he uses this expression of Omer, and it's telling us that it's constant, but it doesn't tell us the exact time, so that what really are these two words Omer Lehem adding? After it already says the mitzvah, Kaisu so what more do we learn from this when it says Omer Lehem, if we don't even know when the time is? And also, Lehem is an interesting word, because in the actual Nusach of Birchaz Kainim, it's Yevarechacha, which is a singular term. Lahem is plural. So why does the Torah use here a term Lahem? So therefore Rashi comes and says that the word Lahem is the key here. There's an additional thing that the Torah is teaching that Berches Kainim should be Lahem to all Yidin, which means that in Berches Kainim it's a unique bracha. You have two aspects in this bracha when the Kainim are benching the Yidin. On one hand, the bracha itself is Yevarechacha, which is singular to every Yidin individually, benching him with his needs. On the other hand, Lahem means that you should include all of Klai Yisrael together this yachet, along with Klai Yisrael in the bracha, lehem, everyone together. So there's sort of two different kavanas in the bracha of Berches Kainim. And that's what Yishmu Kula means. 
Kulam shainun does not just mean that they should hear all, but kulam means that it should be accepted in such a way that you shouldn't be included with everyone, with all of Klal Yisrael in the bracha. This explains why Rashi says that the Torah here has to give a special command, Omer, with adding a vav in the word, male, that you shouldn't bench in haste or with confusion. Why would there be a haste or a confusion? Because if a person has to have this, these various kavanas in his bracha, he has to be mechavim for every individual, for their needs, and also for all of Klai Yisrael together. So he's going to be very rushed by this. One person, another person, and all of Klai Yisrael. So it says, not bechapazim. And also bahala, this could cause confusion with all this kavanah. And therefore the Torah says, you should bench, you should do it bechavana. Have the proper kavanah of all these details. And also, it says, belev shalem. Rashi adds belev shalem, which means you may try to Bench some yidin and, uh, with, with not a full heart. You're not gonna be, it's hard to be fully focused on one yid if you have to focus on the bracha for another yid and another yid and another yid. So you won't necessarily give each yid your full attention, your full heart. Therefore, Rashi adds, Belev Shalem as well. The Yenish of this Rashi, if you look in the Nusach of the Birches Kainim, Yivarechacha Hashem Yishmerecha. So there Rashi explains that Yivarechacha and Yishmerecha are really not two separate brachas. Yivarechacha is that Hashem benches your possessions. And then Yishmerecha means that he safeguards it for you. As Rashi there explains, that by a human being, if he gives a gift, he can't safeguard it. And ma'ano yeshlo you have no benefit of it. But the Eibishter gives and he negates any negative thing that can happen. So it's all, really all one bracha, which is including two things in it. The positive, the giving, and then guarding from anything negative. Similar when it comes to the, the next part of the bracha, Yisa Shem Shalom, it's really also two parts of one bracha, which is the bracha for peace, but then also, Yichpaish Kaser, Rashi says, that Hashem suppresses his anger so there could be peace. So it's again keeping out the negative energies that may be here and therefore allowing for the peace. So we see that the nature of the brachas of Birchas Kainim is a bracha that includes two things, a chiv and shlila, the positive and keeping out the negative. And that's also hinted here in Rashi. When Rashi says regarding Amr Lehem, that it's like Zohar and Shamar, Zohar and Shamar on Shabbos is also the two things, the positive of Shabbos, remembering Shabbos, and then the negative of not working on Shabbos. And that's the same thing over here by Birchas Kainim. And this is also the idea of, that we see here by Birchas Kainim, that on one hand it's for an individual, that's the positive bracha that every person accepts of what he individually needs. But at the same time, there's also negating oneself in the bracha, meaning that kulam shaynim, that you have to put yourself aside and understand that the bracha is for everybody together, the achtas of all yidin together, which comes through a certain level of bittel. Those are the two aspects of Birchas Kainim. Through having the bracha in this way, this brings Mashiach, which the Chazal tell us, Shalim Shemai, and Epech Lamim Kulim Safa Guru Likle Kuru, Mishem Hashem Lav, Lishem Echad, Molad, Ateh Lavaya, Kamayim Layom Achasim.